0: Ho ho ho. Happy holidays. God. Just because I'm single doesn't make me a hoe. Ho down. Well, we had a great little conversation and were reminded about how much grandma wants to see us collectively with her or him, the next mother of our children.
1: And or, or father, or, baby batter spreader, that's right. Turkey baster, <laughs> population paste.
0: <laughs> and Sean and Devin brought up a great point here about why do Grandma and Grandpa and Aunt and Uncle and Jim and Jane want to be able to see you with him or her or the next one just to fill the table. Instead of seeing you happy, why, why does every Thanksgiving and every Christmas and every holiday when we get together, is it, where is she? Why are you still single? What's up with that? Where's, <laughs> where, where's he? Where is she? Why? Yeah. Where's, think, where's my grandbabies? I think everyone is sick and tired of that question, but we don't know how to appropriately rebuke that yeah what do we tell them they they've got the extra chair sitting there like
1: <laughs> that's, that's come on that's, that's really cool come on <laughs> where i've never where had the extra chair pulled out <laughs> oh god it's so true i mean even i get this and people know that i'm pretty pretty friggin' satisfied with my my life um i'm very satisfied with my life to be honest <clears throat> There is an entire social dynamic, particularly around the holidays, that occurs when you go to see your family and you are single. And the tendency is that someone inevitably walks up and says, You are so handsome. You are so beautiful. You are so amazing. Why are you still alone? And my first gut reaction is like, fuck you, what's wrong with me without someone? Like, why can't I be normal or, or complete right now in this moment without needing that partner to matter to my own family? That's exactly, you're, you're not
0: good enough. We love you for you, you're great in that little suit and tie, but where's the dress? Or vice versa, right? You're, yeah. We love you as you, but you're not whole unless you have your other half, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's unfortunate because it really does, There's, there's as, as all of us have gone on this journey and exploring the single world um, and diving deeper into working with singles around the world, there is this under, uh, under layer of making me feel bad because I'm single. And a large part of our focus and our shift is realizing we've got to fix that before we can ever meet great partners. Before we can ever go out into the world and really truly connect with anybody. We've got to fix the stigma behind being alone. Because anywhere we go, inevitably most of us are going to get shit for not having that person. Particularly with family, which I feel like that should be the most accepting of who I am. And the reality is, it never feels that way because they're always asking about some imaginary person that doesn't fucking exist in my life right now. And um, I think what's fun is we we came up with a... Um, they get it. Yeah, we got a whole audience <laughs> cheering about that. <laughs> um, they, we came up with three things to tell grandma about why I'm single and it's kind of our holiday edition regarding this and it has to do with um, maybe setting a new precedence within the family, right? Uh, What what are you guys laughing about over there? Well, I mean we're gonna get to your three reasons first but what I always say is one I'm really focused on building my empire right now, (laughs) two I'm in a loving, committed relationship with uh, Jack Daniels, and if that doesn't work, I just cry. I didn't know you
0: went that way. You and (laughs) Jack. You you and Jack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If that doesn't work, I just cry and wordlessly hold eye contact with them for an uncomfortable amount.
0: (laughs) I say, you know, Grandma, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not here because I'm fucking my way through Denver right now. That too.
1: Oh, I show her all my my slew of Bumble matches, and then I say, and then I scream checkmate and slam my fist on the table. <laughs> they
0: don't like to lose Monopoly. <laughs> well, those things can work for you too. We're so, down the boardwalk. They didn't pass code, didn't collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> they had to go straight to jail after they, they were done straight with to me.
1: Jail. They, well, they do like getting handcuffed. I know that much. That is true. <laughs> Oh. Uh, grandma doesn't uh, like those answers, <laughs> I think grandma needs to hear those answers. I, I bet most of us would be surprised at how accepting grandma would be of those um, answers. She, she would. Most grandmas are pretty cool, I found, when I walk into the door and. They were all 22 ones? <laughs> yeah, or they wish they could go back and exactly. not be as uptight as they were back in their 20s. And now we're re- recycling the uptightness, and they're like, go live a little. Yet they still come and ask this question. So it's kind of, um, hypocrite, hypocritical. So three things to tell grandma about why I'm single. Number one, I want to be. And I think it's an important statement that you need to figure out for yourself. It goes back to some of the things that we've talked about in the past, which is if you're not really, 100% committed to finding somebody and you aren't really truly feeling like you are ready for that person to be in your life, then you need to own the fact that 10, 20, 30% of you as a person is totally happy being single, totally loves your independence and you aren't ready for that person to come into your life and you need to own that part. Not the part that feels lonely like we talked about, about the holiday blues and being sad and all that other stuff. It really is about the idea that I've made the decision that right now in my life, I love dating. I love being independent. I love being single. And grandma, damn it, I'm single because I want to be. And stop asking me about this imaginary fucking person that doesn't exist because I will find that person when I am ready. Uh, maybe leave out the fucking part with your grandma. <laughs> and when you buy Devin's program online, you can learn more about the 9010 and all that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Our presence unwrapped. You guys are punny. Um, The second thing is, I'm happy, Grandma. And I challenge a lot of you around the idea that if you're not thinking about being alone, and in those moments where you're living a fulfilled life with your friends, and you're happy with what you're doing in business, and you're happy in, in, in areas when you're going out and treating yourself to a nice dinner or whatever it may be. In those moments of happiness, are you truly taking that in and are you truly genuine, hap- genuinely happy? And do you love those moments? And if you do one, do more of them and two own that instead of focusing on the lonely, own the the depth of loving those happy moments that you get to spend with people that are currently in your life instead of this imaginary person that doesn't exist. And the third thing is, I don't want to be like mom and dad. (laughs) Um, Don't take that offensively. I'm sure many of you have moms and dads that have really happy relationships or perceivingly happy relationships. And the downside is we know statistically there's a 52% divorce rate, 25% of the remaining 50% are cheating. And a lot more people aren't willing to cheat because they don't want to get divorced because they're too scared and they don't want to, hurt the other person, but they're actually miserable within the relationship. So we really have this big issue in relationships. And most of us today, um, if you're Gen X or you're Gen Y or you're millennial or even baby boomers that now, unfortunately have been married once and, or twice and you've gone through all of that, we're starting to recognize that I'd rather choose me than choose someone just because society tells me I need to. And It doesn't mean that love doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that we can't find someone special, but the idea that we know, and we will never admit it out loud publicly, but we grew up in an environment where mom and dad, or even grandma and grandpa, right? We celebrate grandma and grandpa. They've been married for 60 freaking years. But how long have they been sleeping in different beds? For 55 years. Right, first five years, they were well. First five days after married, they were fucking, and then they stopped. And this and wasn't because they
0: had sleep numbers where they needed different
1: <laughs> numbers. Yeah, it wasn't because he snored, and uh, he needed a breathe right strip, and those weren't invented yet. It was, it was, it was because they weren't right for each other, but they just did what society said you needed to do. And we're starting to recognize that that doesn't work. We're starting to realize that choosing a partner is different than falling for biology and chemistry. They fell into the same stigma of you have to get married and it's a partner for life. Right. That
0: no matter what happens, sickness, health, career, it doesn't matter. You have to stick through it thick and thin because that's what love is. That's right. Is sticking with someone regardless of how much you like or dislike them or how many bonbons they eat and but now they hold the ha- same stigma towards you or us about being single why aren't you married because uh, you're not happy <laughs>
1: yeah, i don't want to do that and and again understand it's not about not finding love it's not about finding a great partnership but love and partnership are not always mutually exclusive if you want a long-term relationship with somebody it's about picking a partner it's not about choosing um, biology and chemistry and the chemicals that fire off that make us feel like we're in love you wouldn't choose somebody in your business if you had a business where you needed to hire a an executive officer for finance you wouldn't choose that financial person Who, even though their talents and skills are in event planning and they're totally a visionary person but they have the title of finance but I you know what I've got they were just so cool I really just love hanging out with that person and I don't give a shit if they completely screw up my business I want them as a partner because chemically I felt connected to this financial person we would never make that decision in business we would spend excruciating amount of hours you and I know this in hiring the right person for the right job based on what they are capable of and based on what they have a proven track record of and that would be a partner in our business. In terms of relationships, however, when we're looking at partnership, what we've never been taught is that you're choosing a partner. They need to be a match for you in terms of things like money, in terms of things like uh, decision making as a parent, in terms of religion, in terms of how we show up in life, in areas of life that cause divorce that cause us to argue and if we haven't chose somebody that's balanced and somewhat similar in those things and we aren't running on a similar path of growth and we aren't running on a similar path of, of, of trajectory in life. Guess what? We're not going to make very good partners. So even though we have the biology and chemistry, we're going to end up being miserable because all the little things that we disagree on eventually are going to take over and dominate. And then we are going to be like grandma and grandpa or mom and dad who, really hated each other for, for for most of their marriage, but they stayed committed to that marriage because that's what you do. That shouldn't be what you do. What I think needs to be done in this world is instead of saying, till death do us part, I think we need to wake up and realize it's not about being married to this person because we signed a contract. And No matter what happens no matter who they become even if it isn't the person that I fell in love with even if they don't make A great partner anymore that I'm committed to you for life I think we need to wake up every day and if you find that partner You need to look at that partner and know that I have to earn your love today every single day I need to wake up and be the person that you fell in love with and We aren't making those decisions. We aren't clear on that. So getting back to the three things that we need to tell grandma one I'm I want to be Single. I'm happy being single is number two. And most importantly, I don't want to be like the people who have failed in relationships. I don't want to settle and be like that. I want to find happiness and love and a great partner. And I'm willing to wait for that person to show up in my life because I'm willing to do the work to figure out who that person is. So tell Grandma that. And then say, pass the cranberries. (laughs) Now, damn it, Grandma! I love you, but pass the gran- cranberries. And then put on the cranberry song. And <laughs> Start uh, talk. Cranberries and cranberries. Well, thank you for
0: tuning in. Stay tuned in and turned on.